0: Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am Nathan, the DM. With me tonight, I have Jordan. Hey. Justin. Heyo. Emily. Hello. And Nicole. Sup. We are a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. The end. Goodbye Thanks for joining Uh Yeah, thanks for joining Okay, bye (laughs) 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 Thank you so much for tuning in today I'm glad you're here Mm -hmm. At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot Last week's village idiot was me Uh Because I put the quarry of a chase too far away from these people So that means I have to do the recap. All right. What happened last week? Last week, we started with a chase, the aforementioned chase. The group was running after uh, Lights on the River, who was a tabaxi cabbage merchant who uh, was saying that uh, someone was ruining his cart. And then everyone found out that maybe he was ruining his own cart. And so they were chasing him down. After a lot of chasing, they eventually found him hiding in some uh, or next to some crates, and they confronted him. and He said he was in it for the insurance money. <laughs> so they uh, they booked him. They took him into the precinct, and they picked up another job. and This job was to investigate a lost caravan for the Courier's Assembly. That was, is believed to have been accosted by the Violet Rose, a uh, shadowy organization out of the barony of Talaria. So they had to go a little deeper into fellows to, to find the last known location of the caravan. They got there and they were, um, the, the party was looking to figure out what was going on. Agamir found a purple cloth, purple fabric along with some ruts in the road as if this, a cart had been apprehended and dragged away. Uh, they found said cart a little while down the the alley, and there was a dead firbolg inside of it. Drew sensed some uh, lingering evocation magic, so they did a little bit more investigation, didn't find a whole lot other than the manifest for the caravan. It was delivering paper goods and stationary supplies to a supplier called the Quill Suppliers Incorporated who supplies the uh, the paper and ink and goods such as that for the Chamber of Twelve. So, their uh, investigation exhausted. The party goes back to the tavern they stayed the night in and Agamir uses his thieves' cant to find a little bit more information about where they should go f- to look for the violet rose or a splinter of the violet rose in fellows after losing a little bit of gold found his information was given a copper coin with a hole punched in it in the shape of an ax. And they were told go to the lazy ax pub. So they all go to the laser lazy ax pub. Saf tries her first cigarillo, (laughs) takes it like a champ and Agamir finds a contact in the lazy ax pub gives him the coin that he got, and uh, that's where we ended with this guy saying that Agamir was a friend of the Violet Rose or insinuating that Agamir may be a friend of the Violet Rose, and that's where we ended. So, what would y'all like to do, specifically Agamir?
1: (laughs) All right. Well, actually, before I do anything, I I wanted to say... So with the supplies that were taken, if they were, like, if it's the official stationery of, like, the Council of 12, could that stuff be used for, like, forging official documents and stuff?
0: It has the potential to be. So it doesn't have the letterhead or anything. It's just, like, the paper and and the ink and supplies and everything that is given to them. Okay. I didn't think about that last time, so I was just wondering. Yeah. But it is the same paper.
2: That's a good, like, line of thought, though, really. I didn't even think about that.
1: I was looking at like the the cost of it from the notes from last time. You said it's like it was something like twenty five hundred gold pieces worth of supplies. And mm-hmm. I'm like in paper. And then I was like oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's
1: a lot of reams.
0: Well it's it's paper, it's ink, it's inkwells, it's quills, it's all that kind of stuff. So I got you. So Oh yeah, he uh he says to you it's always nice to uh, Meet a friend of the Violet Rose. Ah. What can I do for you? Of course. Well, uh,
1: first, what's your name, friend?
0: Ah. Of course. Excuse me. Where are my manners? My name is Walter Hillis.
3: (laughs) Not the name I was expecting with that accent. That is very normal.
0: (laughs) Some people have normal names. Well, thank you, Walter. It's great
1: to meet your acquaintance.
0: What is your name, friend? People call me Ag. Ag. Nice to meet you. He extends his hand.
3: No one has ever called you that. Exactly. (laughs) That's his nom de plume. (laughs) His nom de plume.
1: And you said he extends his hand?
0: He extends his hand.
1: I... As if to shake it. I shake his hand and sit down. So what brings you to the lazy axe? Well... I feel like I've been a little out of the loop. I I know that we... I wanted to know more about that caravan just a ways down the road.
0: Yes, it's a terrible thing for something to be lost, isn't it? It really is, uh, how you say, a shame.
1: A real shame. I uh, guess I'm just surprised that I'm, only, I'm hearing about it after the fact. You wouldn't happen to um, know anything about, I don't know, what I'm trying to say. I- I'm really not sure what to say. Sorry.
0: <laughs> That's fine. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get information? Trying to figure out who is the last?
1: I'm trying to get information. I don't want it to seem suspicious that I have no clue what was going what's going on. If he thinks I'm a member of the YROs, I don't want him to know that I'm not quite yet. Ah,
0: uh, I gotcha.
2: I mean, he only called you a friend of them, not necessarily one of them
0: is true you can also do a performance to act as if you are in the know against his insight
1: okay let's try for that roll performance okay that's gonna be a five altogether.
0: (laughs) so you say something to the effect of so the violet rose did something with that caravan huh and he says, mm, something tells me, um, maybe you're an acquaintance of the Violet Rose. How, uh, involved with them have you been?
1: I'll be honest, this, um, uh, I'm only just getting to know them. Ah, I see. I see.
0: So, you've heard about this caravan, yes?
1: I have. I actually saw it on the way here until I long ago. And kind i of a nasty sight. It's a magic tingle in the air.
0: Mm,
1: yes, yes.
0: So, uh, have you been sent to gather the goods, so to speak?
1: Well, that, I haven't been sure of. I was simply told to come here and speak with you.
0: Okay, roll me a deception, please.
1: Okay. That's a nat 20.
3: <laughs> no Damn!
0: Well, it. It's good you came when you did. I was um, hoping someone would come soon. It's so laborious sitting here and drinking. <laughs> he takes a swig of his dark, viscous liquid in the snifter, and he says, "So, if you are the uh, the courier, uh, I guess I need to give you some information. So, you're looking for Kazurg." Kazurg. She can be found at this location. And he slides a piece of paper across the table. All right. She will have more information for you. And, uh, getting this into the right hands.
1: Well, thank you very much. I will make sure that it gets where it needs to go.
0: Perfect. I hope that you become a better friend of the Violet Rose. You, you seem like a, a good person.
1: Well, thank you. I, uh... I do what I can.
0: You look like you can hold Drone in a fight. Ah, He kind of puts his fists up.
1: (laughs) I've been in a scrap or two.
0: Ah, well, I hope to be in a scrap with you at some point.
3: Kind of (laughs) scrap.
2: I know, that felt a little sexual.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Walter? Oh, no, no, not that kind of scrap. And uh, I want to fight alongside you. All right. <laughs> My common is not so good. Sometimes it gets lost in translation. Uh, won't. Well, that's all
1: right. I won't uh, hold it against you. You're good. Well, and then sorry, out of character. The paper that he's given me. So, do I? I still need to pick up the supplies, or are they at a different location?
0: It's the address where you can meet Kazerg.
1: Okay. Well, I am sure that sure in time that, that we might get that chance. But in the meantime, I, I better go see how I can assist Kazurg. That
0: sounds good. Uh, I will, we'll be in touch. Yeah, good.
1: And I'll leave a couple silver on the table and be like, here, your next drink your next drink's on me.
0: Ah, perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Of course. Goodbye, Ag. It was nice <laughs> to make your acquaintance.
1: I head out to the, the tavern altogether. I kind of try and like make a subtle... I just head out of the tavern hoping that the
0: rest of the group sees me and follows suit. Okay. The rest of the group, what would you like to do?
3: Do I notice him leaving?
0: Yeah, you all notice him moving out.
3: Um, I'll probably wait a few seconds and then kind of wander out so it doesn't look like we're all together.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So you are now all out on the street Agamir, you open up the little slip of paper, and it gives you an address. About it's not far away at all. It's maybe a block and a half to two blocks away.
1: Okay, so I kind of look at Scar and I'm like, I uh, I don't know how I got out of that one. He thinks I'm a, he thinks I'm associated with the Violet Rose.
2: Well, that's a good thing. Then we have kind of an in here. That was some good deception skills there.
1: Yeah, I bet there scroll my way out of some conflicts. But.
2: So then, not, I'm not suggesting you go in there alone, but maybe take uh, Drew with you. Because I feel like, obviously, I'm going to be a huge tip-off being a copper mantle. And uh, I don't think anyone <laughs> believes would believe that Safina would be a friend of the Violet Rose. Maybe me. That's what I said. Take Drew in with you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well... Well that sounds good. We'll head towards the this location.
3: Yes, you need my help, my spooky help. I'm here. <laughs> Touch. <laughs> Me and Seth can be lookouts.
4: Yeah, I'm not intimidating at all.
0: Okay. So you all head towards the location in the uh on the parchment and you find yourselves in a kind of abandoned part of the city. It's kind of run down the building that it leads you to uh, looks like it's been abandoned for quite some time you do see however despite it looking abandoned there is the flicker of a fire or something some sort of light source inside hmm. so though it looks abandoned it is not uninhabited
3: all right
1: I see is there a main entrance it's obvious or a side it-
0: oh yeah there's a there's a door uh okay. On the street level?
3: Oh, yeah. There's a door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I was, like, I was like, how abandoned is it? Because like, I, I was, like, pictured something boarded up shack, so.
0: Yeah, the windows are boarded up, but they're not very well. I mean, you can see the light through them, but the door, there is a door that's there.
1: Okay.
2: So, while they're inside, can I, can I have Saf be posted near the door and then I'll, like, do some reconnaissance? Maybe? Sure. And you can shoot off Cricket if anything happens?
4: Well, why would I be right next to the door when I could...
2: I didn't say next to it. I said posted by the door, near it.
4: Yeah, maybe like 100 feet away, looking through Cricket down at the door. Are there any buildings across the street from this
0: one? Uh, Yeah, there are. Yeah, give me a vantage point.
2: Go on the roof, sniper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Sap, do you want to go up then? As high as you can?
4: Well, how high is the building?
0: Uh, There's a building. This building isn't very tall. That
3: depends. How high is the building? Because I'm scared.
0: (laughs) This building isn't very tall. It is wide. So the main part of the building is about 50 feet wide. And it extends back another 50 feet or so. And then there uh, is some sort of circular structure towards the back. Attached to the main building, as well, uh, it looks like a, a tower or like a keep or something like a holdfast. And off to the uh, the other side, there is a, a smaller outcropping. It's twenty feet by seventy feet. But the building across the way, it looks like you might be able to see through maybe some maybe some second story windows. You can't really tell from the street level.
4: Okay. Um, I'm just going to go into the second story and look through one of the windows pointed directly at the door.
0: So one of the second story windows of the building across the street or of this building here?
4: The building across the street.
0: Okay. So up on the second floor, you're able to see down into this building. It looks like a big chunk of the roof has been broken away, and you can see that there are some human sized people sitting around a a fire in the middle of the main section
4: now do I have a good shot on these people or do you think I should go on the roof to get a better shot Uh,
0: roll me a survival check
4: 20%
0: 10 okay you think that you've got a good enough shot here you have a good line of fire
1: so you're in the second story guard maybe do you want to like post up at the entrance to this building to keep an eye on the street
2: i think that's what he's doing up she's doing up there
1: well i'm looking through the window
4: at the abandoned building do you want to stand in front of the door to the building i'm in so that you have access to both me and you can run into the
1: abandoned building if you have to yeah if, if there's a tussle
2: me? I was thinking more like I was gonna kind of peruse the street a little bit to see if I can find like a back way to just in case I need to like come up from behind or something or. But like you can fire off your gun if you need to signal me.
4: Speaking of gun, I would like to make it clear that cricket, I have an extension in my bag of holding that kind of acts like a laser sight sniper rifle kind of thing. I
3: don't think he's going to let you do that.
4: <laughs> it's not laser, obviously, but it's like a magnifying glass that I could attach to the gun. You've got a scope. Scope. Well, it's not exactly like a scope scope. They don't have those invented in d and I'm imagining.
0: Well, they've got, like, spy glasses. Okay, yeah, I have one of those. You have a, a telescopic a- attachment that you can put on Cricket. Yeah. Okay, so... I will say that if you are attacking a single target with that scope, you have advantage on the roll if you take the action the turn before to basically train the Thunder Cannon on that one individual.
2: Yeah, line up the shot.
0: Yeah, for anyone else, you would have disadvantage on the shot unless you don't use the scope, in which case you just have a normal, you know normal roll.
4: Okay, but it doesn't take a full action to remove or add the scope.
0: It would take the action before to gain advantage on the attack for the turn after.
4: But say I wanted to line up the shot for the first shot, right, which would take two actions. Mm -hmm. And then on the third shot, I want to just use it. No scope.
0: Yeah, you can do that.
4: Okay.
2: And you would say no scope. (laughs) No scope! (laughs) No
0: scope! First turn to line it up, second turn would be the attack, and then on the subsequent turn you could attack without the scope, but you would not gain advantage.
4: Yeah, okay, got it. Wasn't that a Halo
2: thing, like no scope, scope, something like that?
4: That's an every shooter thing.
0: Hashtag 360 no scope.
2: <laughs> that, I just remember my friends playing Halo and saying that all the time.
0: No scope. Yep. So, Saf is in the second story window about looking over into this abandoned building that has these four individuals in it Scar's is going to be on the ground floor at the entrance of the building that saff is in and drew and Agamir are going inside is that the plan
1: i think so that's
3: well, how i understand it
0: i don't feel like knocking
3: <laughs> where are your manners
1: young <laughs> okay
0: so the door is in front of you
1: okay i open it
0: <laughs> you certainly try but it seems the door is (laughs) locked. Okay, decision's made (laughs) for me.
1: Perfect. I go ahead and knock.
0: Okay, you hear some scurrying around inside. Saf, you see that everyone's kind of trying to figure out what's going on. One person walks up to the door, and it has a slide door on it. And (laughs) They look through, see Agamir and Drew and say, What do you want?
1: Walter sent me.
0: The door closes behind. You hear a few locks happen, and they open the door up and say, Come on in. Yeah, you are granted entry, Drew and Agamir.
1: All right. I hit it.
0: Inside, you see it's a 50-foot by 40-foot interior. There's a door to the left. There's a set of double doors to the right. There's a fireplace to the right as well. And towards the back of the building, uh, Saf can't see this. There's another set of double doors that lead to the circular structure towards the back. And you can see the rubble on the floor where the the roof is caved in. So, the person who let you in the door says, So, Walter sent you, huh? What do you want, then?
1: That's right. Um, I'm looking for Kazurg.
0: Okay. Who's asking? My name is Ag. Okay. And this one, he gestures at Drew.
3: Drew, let I hold my hand out to shake his hand.
0: He does not shake your hand.
3: Even though it's all shiny and pretty?
0: No. You get the feeling they don't trust you. All right, let me go get her. This person walks to the door to the left, knocks on it in a specific pattern, and the door opens up. You don't see anyone, but you can hear some murmuring. And uh, a few seconds later, a very large half-orc comes out. It is female half work? Mm-hmm. She says, Okay, who sent you?
1: I was uh, just speaking with Walter Hillis and I pull out the paper and I'm like, he gave me this. Um, I'm here to, I'm uh, the courier.
0: Okay, so you're t- getting this back to the barony, huh? It's
1: about the size of it.
0: All right, you've got a cart. We broke the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. I saw that,
0: Saf. You can see the the half orc as well.
1: How many people you, out of character? How many people are in the room?
0: Currently, there are five, excluding you and Drew. Jeez. So there's the half orc, and then four other gang members. Let's say.
2: Is there any just just out of curiosity? Not that I'm in there, but is there any like discerning symbols or anything that we know for sure that they are?
3: Are the
0: violet roses. You see that they are wearing purple cloaks as well.
3: I was like matching jackets, matching jackets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going
0: for. Purple cloaks, they've all got some sort of purple on them. Some of them wearing cloaks, some of them are wearing just a sash on their waist. Jackets. I see.
1: You know, I'm actually, I'm. This is embarrassing. I'm a little underprepared. I do not have a cart. How much? How many things are we moving?
0: Well, you see that corner over there? And she points, and there's stacks on stacks on stacks of crates. <laughs> You're going to need a cart to move that. Come back when you've got a cart. All right. right, Will do.
3: What? What? What are you doing? <laughs> You're just going to leave?
1: <laughs> I, I, think it, I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you think I should do?
3: I don't think we're allowed to talk right now. <laughs> not Technically.
0: You can talk in an aside to each other. Yeah, as an aside.
3: I I kind of pull uh, Agamir aside, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, just, just one second. Let me talk this through on a... I think I know where we can get a cart. And I, like, pull Agamir aside, and I'm like, you realize that we're not actually going to deliver this stuff, right? Like, it's important to me that you know that. <laughs>
1: I'm well aware. We've got... Okay. Uh,
3: it sounded like you thought that this was our actual job, because... Who cares if we have a cart? Let's kill them.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure that you'd survive the encounter. I want to make sure we get backup.
3: We get backup. We got Saf on the roof. Yeah. They think it's just the two of us, but it's actually four
2: of us. Retroactively, did we set up a signal, like, one of you guys in there, since we know Saf can see you? Is there some kind of hand gesture or, like, cuckoo, cuckoo kind of thing?
3: I'm assuming once we start fighting is when
4: Seth is like, oh God. As soon as Agamir throws a punch, I'm just like, okay,
3: time's up.
2: We re- we went in there without <sighs> a signal. Come on.
3: Yeah, we did we did this. Basically.
2: I don't believe that. Cuckoo, Cuckoo, Cuckoo. cuckoo.
3: What's cuckoo. the name of the show?
1: I would I would have to yeah, Drew or I would initiate, Sapp would fire, and then you would run in.
2: Alright, well one of you needs to do that then.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: You can also do. Uh, Saf takes a shot, and then you all start fighting.
3: Oh, that's what I'm saying. That we don't have a way to communicate with Saf, though.
0: No. Okay. Don't. You
4: could. So, uh, you know, I'm on the roof, though, and you know I could see you, right? Mm-hmm. So just track
3: uh, them. I'll go into the window and make and do hand signals. Ca-ca, ca-ca.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay. But be Drew. Okay. Be very close to the door or some exit, so you don't. So you don't die.
3: But, okay, here's my thing, though. Um, I mean, here's a point. If we could create some kind of distraction first, maybe we don't have to fight all of them at the same time. At least maybe just get them so it's, like, one or two in the room and start fighting, and so that by the time the other people get in the room, you guys will be here. Oh, Nate.
4: hmm Can I roll something to find out if there are any structural weaknesses in maybe the roof or the wall above or next to some of these people so that I can shoot at it and it will incapacitate them.
2: Okay, Mulan. I was just going to say that. Oh, my God. That's such a Mulan <laughs> move.
0: I'm going to pull a Mulan. Roll for perception, I guess.
2: Roll for architecture. <laughs> uh,
4: let's see. That's a five. That ain't going to happen.
0: Okay, uh, the roof is caved in, but it looks like all of the remaining parts of the roof are pretty sturdy.
2: Why don't you just fire a shot? That's distracting.
3: Because he doesn't know if that's what we want to do yet. Um, okay, Agamir and I are currently talking in the corner.
1: We could try and draw one of them out and just be like, Hey, actually, there we did see a cart down the road a second ago. Do you want to take a look at it and see if it's, it'll be big enough? We could try and trick one of them out. And then attack them once they're separated.
3: And they'd have to funnel through the front door.
2: That's a lot of separation.
3: Yeah, I also feel like they're not gonna do that. <laughs> they're gonna be like, Go get your own fucking car, what the hell? Yeah. Um how about someone ask one of us can ask like for a glass of water or something, because I'm assuming they wouldn't let us just go alone, because they don't trust me. If I, like, asked to use the bathroom, I, apparently this is just my move now, when <laughs> we go places I'm, like, I have to pee. <laughs> um, so if I ask to use the bathroom, they won't let me go alone, so they'll send people with me, and then maybe Agamir can start the fight.
0: You feel?
2: Can I find a back way in while this is happening, Nate?
0: Uh, sure. Roll an investigation.
2: <laughs> 1,
0: five 15 15, okay uh, around the back you see in the circular structure that there are a few windows there, you peek through one of the windows and they're boarded up but you can see that there is someone in the back room as well it appears they're doing some sort of spell or ritual
2: can I get in there though?
0: Uh, you would have to bust through the window
2: Can I do that? That's a distraction.
0: (laughs) Bust
3: stealthily or bust, bust through the window. Like, there's no way to stealthily bust through a boarded up window. (laughs) Just like the tiniest little like, ding. You just like kind of keep tapping it until it busts through. Is the guy listening to music? (laughs) (laughs) See, so have headphones on.
0: <laughs> he's listening to some heavy metal through some uh, <laughs> sending stones that are put in his ear. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's there's nothing there's there's nothing playing. You just hear the incantations that he's doing.
2: Okay, so I mean, there really is. I'd have to do a strength check, no matter what, to get through this thing.
0: Yeah, you'd have to bust the window.
2: All right, doing it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: You could do thaumaturgy, but
3: that's a distraction. Should I do that instead? Just bust through the window. You're already doing it. What's my strength?
0: Let's go. Oh, boy. I'm
3: ready for some fucking
0: combat. Let's do it. Hey, I'm itching for a fight. How can we do this without a fight?
2: No, I'm super itching for a fight. That would be a 17.
0: All right. The window is now open. The boards have come loose. This spellcaster stops what they're doing and says, "What? What are you doing here? So, you all hear this commotion in the back. So, everyone roll for initiative.
2: Yes! <laughs> Woo! All right. 18! Wait, what's the initiative bonus? Unnatural 20! Plus what? What's the bonus?
0: 15. It's plus whatever your uh, dexterity modifier is.
2: So, unnatural 20 as well.
4: Whoa!
0: <laughs>
4: I got a natural 20.
3: <laughs> oh, We all itching. Sharpshoot.
0: All right. So, Saf, you're first.
1: Sharpshoot.
0: Okay. So, question.
4: Now, they don't have any idea where I am, so maybe I could get a surprise action on them. What do you think?
0: Well, uh, Scar kind of ruined any surprise by busting that window open.
4: But they don't
2: know where she is, is what he's saying, though. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. that technically be a surprise attack?
0: Not technically, since we're now in combat. Sorry. So, I mean, I'll let y'all do this. The four of you get a surprise round because they don't know what's happening quite yet. They don't know they're in combat. They just heard a, a noise. So, everyone inside the main part of the building has turned. Scar, you've surprised the spellcaster in the middle of a ritual. So... We'll let every one of you take a turn before they get a chance to, but then we'll go in normal initiative order after that. Okay. So, Saf, you are first. You can see all five of the individuals in the main part of the building.
4: But cannot see Scar and the spellcaster, correct?
0: Cannot see Scar and the spellcaster.
4: They're behind a closed door, if I remember.
0: They're behind a closed door. You saw Scar on the outside of the circular structure and saw her bust the window.
4: Uh. Fair. So I'm going to shoot at the half-orc. Okay. Not Agamir. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) And I rolled a 19. That will hit.
0: Okay. And that is 10 damage. She gets hit in the leg and she lets out a howl because she had her back to you. And uh, she lets out a howl and goes, what's going on? That's going to take us to Drew's turn. Unless Sap would like to move. No.
2: I also got a natural 20, though. When we... Whoever has the higher... Dex. What's your dex? Plus two. Plus two.
0: <laughs> Roll off. I already have your... Um, oh, she can go first. Okay. Yeah, I have all of your stats in here. So it just put her first because she is alphabetically before you. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, Drew, what would you like to do? You are 10 feet away from the half-orc. You're within 10 feet of almost all of the these individuals let's call them bandits because they raided a caravan you're within 10 feet 10 or 15 feet of all these bandits
3: okay I'm gonna back up as far as I can away from everybody uh huh as far as the room will let me kind of go um and then which I'm assuming is not more than 30 feet
0: no it's not you're still within 10 feet of the nearest bandit but everyone else is like 30 feet away
3: okay and then I want to cast false lies on myself.
0: Okay. So you now have how many temporary hit points?
3: Uh, seven
0: temporary hit points. Okay. Scar, it is your turn.
3: Would you
2: consider the time between the chase and now to be a short rest?
0: Yes. You uh you s- slept the night between then and now.
2: Oh yeah, we did. I forgot about that. Okay. So, because I was wondering about, is it going to take an action to get into the building?
0: It'll cost you half of your movement.
2: Oh, so then it's just my movement.
0: Yeah, once you're inside the building, you're only five feet away from the spellcaster.
2: Oh, good. I'm going to do that. Get inside the building. Okay. And I'm going to... I'm gonna, I've been using my warhammer a lot lately, so I'm going to try check out my longsword. sword. Okay. My long swad. Okay, so roll to attack. 17 plus what? Plus proficiency?
0: Plus your attack bonus. I'll let you know. It's going to hit either way.
2: Yeah, so whatever. So it's like 19 or something like that.
0: Okay.
2: I can't remember what my attack bonus is.
0: It's your proficiency modifier plus your strength modifier for your longsword.
2: So then 17 plus 4. So 21, yeah, to hit.
0: Okay, that'll hit.
2: Seven. That would be seven damage.
0: Plus your strength modifier, or is that just what you rolled?
2: Uh, So nine. I keep doing that. I keep forgetting to add things.
0: Okay. So you take a a slash at the priest with your sword, or spoiler alert, it's stats for a priest. Um, (laughs) So you swipe at the spellcaster with your longsword and do a pretty deep cut into their arm. Uh, They let out a scream Ah! and the magic that they were doing stops
2: nice can I tell what that was
0: no next is Agamir alright so you are 10 feet away from the nearest bandit and 15 feet away from the nope 10 feet away from the half orc
1: well I have so do I have advantage on my attacks for this surprise round
0: do you is that a rogue thing?
1: I'm asking if I do in general. I don't need it for the sneak attack that I'm going to do. But
0: oh no, you wouldn't have advantage. Okay, for a surprise round. Okay,
1: so I will. Um, I'll go. I will go up to the the half orc, and I'm going to use my rapier, and I'm going to roll the attack. Okay. Let me see. Okay, will an eight hit?
0: That will not. Yeah. You take a swing at the bandit captain uh, right as Saf hits it with the thunder cannon. And Kazurg manages to get out of the way of your rapier strike as she is howling in pain. So that's going to be the surprise round. And that's going to bring us to the top of the order, which is going to be Kazurg.
2: Whoa. Kazurg beat a nat 20? Yes, she did. Holy shit.
0: WTF, mate. Yeah. She rolled a nat 20 as well. (laughs) So she's going to attack Agamir for the audacity of coming into her place and trying to attack. She pulls out her scimitar and takes a swing at Agamir for 15, which is going to hit. Alright. And so that's going to be 3- Damage.
2: <laughs> he
3: smiled. At oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Three? Yeah. Sorry, six. I rolled a three. That's worse. But the second attack. Oh no! Will not hit. But don't worry. The third attack won't hit either.
3: No way. She's
0: attacking you with her scimitar and a dagger that she had concealed in her um in her sleeve.
2: What is she again?
0: A half orc. Oh, yeah. So, that is her turn. She's not going to move at all, but then it's going to be Sath's turn. So, you just saw Agamir get attacked by uh, this half-orc with a vicious vicious flurry of blows, which he was able to parry two of.
4: Shoot. Yeah, I'm going to shoot her in the face. (laughs) I got an 18. 18 will hit. And that is... Nine damage.
0: All right. So you're aiming for the face. It ends up hitting her in the chest.
2: How much damage did you do before, by the way?
0: Ten. So 19 total. So this one hits her in the chest, kind of grazes under her arm as she's attacking Agamir. She lets out another howl and uh, continues the assault. So, Saf, would you like to move or no?
4: Are there... No I'm, I'm okay.
0: okay, Drew, it is your turn.
3: Cool. um I am going to how close I'm close what's the closest one to me? actually, no. the main half work. Mm-hmm. How c- far away is she from me?
0: twenty five feet away.
3: Dope. okay. I'm gonna use guiding bolt on her.
0: okay. Make a ranged spell attack.
3: Yeah. 19. That'll hit. Yeah. This one takes 4d6 radiant damage. Damn. 4d6
0: radiant damage?
3: (laughs) 4d6. 2. 11 damage. All right and anyone who the next anyone who the next person to attack her before the end of my next turn has an advantage on it
0: sweet nice all right she gets hit with your guiding bolt which what does the guiding bolt look like again
3: it's like a light purple sparkly kind of thing it hits when it hits it just kind of spreads across the body and starts glowing okay so
0: she gets hit with that has no idea what's happening to her. <laughs> is completely bewildered and in pain. uh She's still standing. Drew, would you like to move for a bonus action? No. Okay. So, Scar, it's your turn. Yes. You have a spellcaster in front of you.
3: I do.
2: Um, I want to slash with my longsword again. Slash. 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 Does a 16, wait, 16 plus two, 18 hit? Okay, I'm going to stay up. Eight plus two, 10.
0: All right. The spellcaster is hit with your sword again, uh, this time on the other side. Seems like they're bleeding out pretty bad. They don't look so good. Yes. Uh, it is now the spellcasters turn, unless you lo- would like to move, though.
2: Uh, no. <laughs> Move behind them? I don't know. I'm no, just kidding.
0: <laughs> okay. This spellcaster is going to cast Guiding Bolt on you. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a lot of dice.
2: Fail, 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 fail.
0: All right. Ranged spell attack against Scar... The spellcaster extends their hands and tries to bring the magic forward, and just can't. Yeah. Because of the bleeding out. (laughs) Yeah, just bleeding out, and they actually uh, collapse from the from expending themselves so much. Oh shit! Uh, They are now prone on the ground.
1: Good. I can't wait to tie them up.
0: Agamir, it is your turn.
1: All right. Aggie. I'm going to take another swing at Kazurk. Okay. But I wanted to ask, I have daggers. Could I make an attack with my right hand with my rapier and then take a, I'll make a left-handed attack with a dagger as well? Sure.
0: Okay, so.
2: That's not two attacks? Or can he do that?
0: Well, it is dual weapon fighting.
2: Why didn't I do that?
0: You
3: have a two-handed weapon.
2: No, my long is a one-handed weapon, but I have... I have two hand axes as well, so I'm going to do that later.
1: Okay, nice. I'm going to... So, yeah, I'll take a swing with my rapier first, and that'll be a 13.
0: That will miss. Your rapier bounces off the uh, the scimitar of the half-orc, Kazerg.
1: All right, and with my dagger, it's a 14.
0: Okay, that is also going to miss. She is parrying your blows. Yep, you all are in a a battle here.
1: I'm, I'm keeping her distracted. That's that's the, that's what I'm I'm trying to do. This.
0: There you go. Next is going to be the bandit. All four of them. <laughs> so one's going to go up to Drew.
3: Wait, did Agamir roll with advantage on that?
0: Oh, I did not. Oh yeah, you have to roll with advantage on one of those. At the point of gutting Bolt. Okay,
1: thank you. Let me. Can I roll? An additional d20 for each hit?
0: Uh, just the first one. Just the
1: first one? Okay. That's a 19. Altogether.
0: Okay, that will hit.
1: Okay. With my rapier? Yeah. Dope. Okay. Awesome.
3: You're welcome.
1: Thank goodness. I know. I'm in the fight. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be 8 damage.
0: Alright. Kazurg lets out a whale as she gets sliced by your rapier. She's uh, She tries to Parry everything, but one of them slips through. All right. So one of the bandits is coming up to Drew. It's going to attack Mm -hmm. with its scimitar. That's going to be 19 to hit, which will hit. Yes. You take six damage. Another one of the bandits is going to come up to Agamir, and it's going to attack Agamir. Uh, That's going to miss. The other two bandits are each going to try and take a ranged attack with their crossbows. on One on Agamir, one on Drew. So on Agamir, that'll be a 20 unnatural. So you take seven damage. And then the other one, the attack on Drew, that's going to be a 18. You need new dice. I don't like this. So you're going to take four additional damage. Uh, and that's all the bandits.
3: I have a quick question.
0: Yeah.
2: As a fighter, I had to choose a fighting style and I chose dueling. And it says that you add plus two to damage rolls. I should have been doing that this whole time, right?
0: Uh, yeah.
2: On top of my modifier? Yes. Well, mm-hmm. fuck.
3: <laughs> Good job.
2: I should have been doing like two more points of damage each time.
0: I need to get you index
4: cards.
2: You do. I kind of definitely need that.
0: Yeah, fighters don't get a lot, but what they do get, you got to remember to add. Yeah. So it's Kazurg's turn. She is very upset with Agamir right now. (laughs) Imagine that. So it's going to be scimitar and dagger attacks. That one will hit. That's going to be 22. So that'll be seven damage for the first scimitar attack. The next scimitar attack, that's going to be, yeah, 17 to hit. So that'll be six damage. Aggie, Aggie. Mm -hmm. I'm at one health. And then the dagger attack is going to miss. Ouchies. So she uh, slices at you with her scimitar and it digs deep into your arm. And into your leg as well, we'll say, as she's her assault continues. Saf, it is your turn. Um,
4: will you allow me to trade my movement for a skill check, by any chance? Mm, it depends on the skill check. That's not fair.
2: <laughs> what? Why isn't that fair? Usually skill checks are actions.
4: I know, I know, but he knows what I'm going to do. Can I roll a perception instead of my movement? Sure. Oh, my benevolent DM. I was so
2: thinking you were going to say no.
0: You remember this.
2: Don't say I never gave anything I to you. Will. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will. Yeah, I remember.
2: What are you percepting?
0: Well, I'm
4: going to use my inspiration to roll with advantage. And uh, that's a 17 to my perception. I'm looking... To make sure that I'm in a safe area with nobody coming. So I'm looking at the street and I'm looking in the room around me.
0: Okay. You're safe. Okay.
4: Okay, so I gotta get rid of my inspiration now. Okay. So I'm going. How's Kazurg looking?
0: Not so bad, but not so good.
3: <laughs> not so bad.
4: How's Agamir looking? Pretty bad. Pretty
3: bad. Oh no. Oh boy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Agamir's taking the, the, the brunt of this assault from Kazurg.
3: Oh, I was gonna do something, but I guess I should maybe heal Agamir.
0: <laughs> you are the healer.
4: Okay, so So that's a twenty four to hit.
0: Okay, who are you hitting? Kazurg. Alright, that's a hit. Killer, killer.
1: Feeling she's got she's got a little more fight in her left. Yeah,
4: probably. Uh although I did get a twelve. Twelve damage.
0: All right. Another shot hits Kazurg. Your aim is true. She gets struck again, this time in the shoulder. Uh, It sets her off balance. She's still upright, and she now knows where you are. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. She points her scimitar at you.
2: That's 50 points of damage, by the way, that we've done to her.
0: Oh, boy.
3: Oh, (laughs) I'm keeping track.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, Saf's turn. Drew, it's your turn.
3: Um, Okay, how far away is Agamir from me?
0: He is 15 feet away.
3: Okay, so what is happening at this moment? He's fighting, or is he getting his ass beat by the (laughs) orc? (laughs) Basically.
0: It it appears that Agamir might have bitten off a little more than he could chew going toe-to-toe with this half-orc.
1: I'm not winning.
3: (laughs) Okay, At some point, Agamir, I'm assuming, gets kind of thrown backwards um, as I'm running forward. And I'm going to grab him from falling. And as I'm grabbing him, I'm going to use Cure Wounds.
0: Okay, so you are now behind Agamir.
3: Yes. All
0: right, so you run up. You've got a bandit next to you. That's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. But they completely miss as you're running away and get their scimitar stuck between the slats of the window (laughs) did they crit they crit themselves yeah
3: yes (laughs) uh so how
0: much health does agamir get back
3: okay so you get 1d8 plus 2 so that's gonna be 10 (gasps) nice that's all i can do gave him 10 health threw him back into the fight get
0: (laughs) nice So, Scar, it is now your turn. There is a spellcaster on the ground in front of you.
3: How far away
2: is everyone else, by the way?
0: They are through a set of double doors. You can hear the commotion on the other side of them.
2: What's it going to take for me to get out there?
0: Uh, You're going to have to get through the doors.
2: And what do I need to do to do that?
0: You don't know because you're not next to the doors yet, but they're 10 feet away.
2: Uh, Is there any way that I can just, like, run right through them? (laughs) Like, break through that?
0: You can certainly try. Roll me a strength check.
2: (laughs) That's a natural 20.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, It looks like these doors are locked as you're running up to them, but as you get closer, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. You put all of your weight into (laughs) busting these doors open.
2: If I was ever going to nat 20 on something, I'm so glad it's this. Yeah,
0: you run right on through, and you find yourselves in front of... The uh, the two bandits with crossbows that were aiming at Drew and Agamir.
3: No, wrong door. I closed the door. That was an action I just used, right?
0: Yes.
2: I'm going to use my action surge to pull out my hand axes like fucking Deadpool style, just <laughs> and slash slash. Okay. To these two idiots. Does a 17 plus 4. So does a 19 hit?
0: Yes. So that's the first attack. What is, What did you roll for the second attack?
2: 12 plus 4. 16.
0: That will also hit. Yeah. Are you attacking both of them separately? Or just one of them?
2: No, both of them separately.
0: Okay. So the first one will be full damage. And the second one will be the hand axe damage and you will not add your strength or dexterity modifier to it but the first attack you will okay and don't forget your plus 2 from dueling i don't i don't know exactly what the text is for it but
2: it is when you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons that's when you gain the plus 2 so i wouldn't gain plus 2 okay for this cuz i'm i'm using my thing not my sword that was just for the sword before yeah but i like attacking twice on this thing that is six plus two, so
0: eight and four. All right. So the one that you hit with your main hand uh, does not look very good. He got surprised by you coming through those doors. And then the other one hears the scream and sees the doors burst open and <laughs> kind of jumps back, but still gets hit by you.
2: Scarlet dragons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it is now the spellcaster's turn. They are gonna cast cure wounds on themselves.
2: I was gonna say they're prone, so something's I just left him there because like I wanted to help out in this big one and then I was gonna go
0: back to him later. Alright, so cure wounds, there's gonna be one D eight and their spell casting modifier. So they're gonna gain nine hit points.
2: But they're still prone.
0: Yeah, and so they use their movement to get up. So that's going to take us to Agamir. You're feeling a little better. Mm-hmm. I
1: want to say I am super mad at myself. I did not add my sneak attack uh, bonus to my last to the attack I did last round. Oh no! Can I retroactively add it?
0: You've got to remember to add it at the point of doing it. So
2: yeah, that's he wouldn't let me do that either.
0: Okay. <laughs> so
1: am I still right? Am I still in melee range of? Kazurg? or...?
0: Yes, you are still in melee range of Kazurg, and there is also a bandit in melee range of you as well.
1: All right, but Emily's right behind me?
0: Yes. Well, Drew is, but yeah.
1: Drew, yeah. Drew is right behind me?
3: Yeah.
1: So under normal sneak attack rules, I can still get sneak attacks in. Nice.
3: Because
1: I have an ally near me. Yeah. Okay. I am going to... Attack Kazurg again, but in, uh, I still have an advantage because of Guiding Bolt. Yes.
0: No, it's no. only for the
1: first attack. It's only for the first attack.
3: Yeah. After I cast Guiding Bolt, it's basically like an attack that gives the next person to attack has advantage. Okay. But that's it. Just the one attack.
1: Alrighty. Well, I'm going to attack still with the rapier and the dagger. Okay. Um, 16 for the first for the rapier. That will hit. All right. And so, I'm going to be adding my sneak attack bonus to this. That's going to be a total of 13 damage. Okay.
2: 63 damage. So.
1: And then my dagger attack is a 12.
0: That will miss. So, you run Kazerg through with your rapier. You're all up in her face. You've done a ton of damage to her. She spits up some blood, but she's still standing, and she kind of pushes you back and with a grunt. She's very angry, but very hurt. So, it's now the bandits' turns.
2: BTW, I want to keep one of them alive. Preferably the leader. I don't think we
3: could tie her up. She big.
0: <laughs> so, the first bandit's going to attack Agamir. Uh, that'll be a 20 to hit, which will hit. You take three damage. Okay. as they swing at you with their scimitar the next bandit is going to attack scar gonna wield their scimitar they this is the one that you hit real hard they swing wild and completely miss you mm-hmm. the next one will also bring out their scimitar and attack scar that's gonna be a 16 to hit
2: that's if it meets it it beats the right that whole yep.
0: thing. so that is going to hit you will take. Seven damage from that attack. Damn. Okay. And then the bandit that lost its scimitar saw Kazerg point up to where Sath was. Because it lost its scimitar, it's gonna take its crossbow and see if it can get a hit on Sath. Duck. <laughs> that's gonna be eighteen. Oh
3: uh
0: oh. Uh to hit. And that's gonna deal five points of damage to you. Well, hold on. Because you're up on the second floor, you would have partial cover. So that would give you plus two. Yeah, it's still going to hit. So yeah, you take five points of damage. Oh no. Okay. That brings us back around to Kazerg, With a rage in her eyes, she is attacking Agamir. That's a 17 to hit. That's four damage second attack is going to be a 22 to hit
2: how many hit points does he have do you have jordan
0: it'll be four damage sitting at four six hit points by my calculations okay i'll take it
2: (laughs) so then two left yeah
0: uh and then the last attack from kazurg is going to be a dagger attack on agamir a 17
2: god damn these dice nathan i know (laughs) i hate
3: i hate these dice
0: and it's gonna be four damage so you have two hit points so i am at two
1: hit points right now
0: yeah okay oh shit saf it is your turn oh boy kill her oh boy you just you just saw her do a relentless assault on agamir the first time that she is hit all three times
4: if you don't, I will. I did. I got an 18 to hit. That'll hit.
2: <laughs> Remember, non, non-lethal, non just so I can try to take her in.
4: I'm trying to shoot her in the face, okay? <laughs> we can try and take in the spellcaster.
2: I was hoping for the leader, but...
4: Who knows? The spellcaster may be the leader.
2: She's the bandit captain. That's what he keeps calling her.
4: Anyway, I got 11. 11 damage.
0: All right. What does it look like when you destroy Kazerg?
2: Kazerg had seventy-four hit points or less.
4: Oh boy! Wow, that's crazy.
2: Thanks for killing her. I said non-lethal damage, dick.
4: Um, I didn't hear you. I'm all the way on the second floor across the street.
1: <laughs>
4: but um, so I see her unleash hell on Agamir with three crazy attacks.
2: Not my best friend, Aggie.
4: <laughs> I, <laughs> I load up Cricket. I cock it back. I aim. And almost in slow-mo from I see the bullet fly down towards her face, rip her eyeball and her eye socket clear out of the back of her head.
2: Jesus. And
4: she falls in a big thud. Wow.
0: Okay. Agamir, you are splattered with blood.
4: <laughs> I would assume so.
0: <laughs> Damn, Saf. Drew, it is your turn. Okay. So now that the double doors have been flung open, you can see that there's a spellcaster through some double doors. 50 feet away.
3: Okay, so Agamir is... How many hit points does he have?
0: I can't tell you, but on a scale of 1 to 27, he looks about 2. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and
1: I'm—I am an orc. Like, if if someone hits me, that would bring me down to zero health. I can just like say no and drop to one. I have restless endurance.
3: That's cool. So, how close is the nearest orc
0: to me? Uh, well, they're not orcs. They're—they're they're just bandits.
3: Oh, nearest are bandits.
0: They're ten feet behind you and ten feet in front of you, next to Agamir. Have all of? Have both of them been hit? Neither of them have been hit.
3: So I'm going to go to the one behind me and I'm going to cast inflict wounds. Yes. <laughs> it's time. Finally. Okay. Should I cast How many hit points do you think this person has? Should I cast it at a second level?
2: I did 8 damage and to one of them and Nate said that it wasn't doing so hot. So I would just keep it at your first level.
1: Do you have the spell slots to cast it a second level? Yeah. Okay.
2: I don't think you need second level at this. They're they're like they're like minions. They're not
3: minions, but they're <laughs> like minions. Alright, I'm gonna do Inflict like Wounds. Fifteen. That'll hit. Yeah.
2: Hey, here comes the three <laughs> D tens.
3: Three D tens. Because I can do that now. I have multiple dice.
0: Three damage. Ten,
3: eight, and three. So twenty one. Twenty-one damage.
0: What's it look like when you melt this bandit?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I chose the one behind me, right? Yeah. So I i we fall is like about to hit the ground and I grab him and pull him up, heal him and throw him back into the fight, and then he gets thrown back onto the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around and see that's when I see the person behind us. And I run at him and grab him, like, by the shirt in the front and throw him as far as I can. And uh, when I, where I touched him, that's where it starts and then kind of dissolves from there. And he's a puddle.
0: Okay. Gross. So there's a puddle that happens and the wet clothes smack against the wall behind you and uh, fall to the floor. The goo clothes. Gross. Cool. Uh, Scar, it's your turn.
2: I am going to attack the other two dudes like I did before. All right. Actually, how far away is the one that is in front of Agamir?
0: Fifteen feet away from you.
2: Is it close to him?
0: It's right next to him.
2: Okay. Then I'm gonna get. Can I get him and one and one of, of the other ones?
0: No, it's too far away.
2: All right. Well, I need to protect Agamir, so I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get that guy with my long sword.
0: All right. Running to that one will provoke attacks of opportunity from the two bandits next to you.
2: Bring it on, bitch.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's do it. That's going to hit. It's going to be 22 to hit. You take seven damage from the first bandit. The second bandit takes an attack. It's going to be 15 to hit. That's going to miss. So, the first one strikes at you with your scimitar as you're Leaving, and uh, gets a good hit on your back through the cloak, so your cloak actually ripped a little bit.
2: Motherfucker!
0: <laughs> the other one, it glances off your mantle,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you are now up in front of the bandit in front of Agamir.
2: Has anyone hit this one yet?
0: It it looks like he has been undisturbed.
2: All right. Well, I have put my two hand axes back. Grab my long sword at my not that way. Hand axes back. Grab my long sword at my hip. And now I can use the plus two to dueling
1: because I only have
2: one weapon in my hand. Duh! That's a crit because that's a 19.
1: All right. And be sure to roll 2d8.
2: Yes, that's what I'm doing. Yes. That's what happens when you crit, right? You roll double damage. Okay. Yes. I love this. So that's seven plus two is nine. And... Six plus two is eight. So that's 17 damage.
0: So it's going to be, when you do the crit, it's going to be 2d8 plus all of your modifiers.
2: Oh, so seven and six is 13 plus...
0: Plus your strength modifier, plus your two from dueling. So it was right anyway, but that's how it's going to be. Plus
2: four, yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) So what was that total? 20-something? 17. 17. Okay, what's it look like when you uh, run this bandit through? Yeah, so as I'm
2: as I'm running, right after I get slashed in my back, because I know he ripped my cloak, I'm pissed as fuck. So I, my hand axes are put back, grab my long sword, and I just fucking rip at this guy.
0: All right, uh, he falls in a bloody heap at your feet. There are two bandits remaining plus the spellcaster. That's Scar's turn. It comes to the spellcaster's turn.
3: I should have just killed that guy, but I really wanted to get into the fray. I should have killed the spellcaster. He's the
2: (laughs) most powerful. Well, I need to keep him alive. I need someone that's not a lackey alive.
3: All right, the spellcaster was the one who was doing the potions and shit, so we should keep him alive.
2: Yeah. I'm going to just randomly yell that
3: out. Keep him alive. (laughs) Keep the spellcaster alive. I've got questions.
2: (laughs) That includes you
3: too, Seth? (laughs) What?
4: (laughs) I cocked my thunder cannon.
3: That includes...
1: (laughs) (laughs) You.
0: Okay, so this spellcaster is going to cast something called Spirit Guardians. So it invokes... Or it, it lets forth an incantation in some language that you don't understand. And it calls forth spirits to protect it.
2: But there are no deities and shit in this world. That's, how is that
0: possible? There are no deities. Uh, this is magic, however. Mm. And so it's it's cast spirit guardians. And so there are entities that are appear to be floating around it that are protecting it. And the spellcaster takes on a kind of foreboding appearance. His eyes become black and there starts to be this dark aura that's kind of surrounding him. And there are three of these guardians around it. And he's just holding his own back there. He's letting the bandits die, it looks like.
2: I have a feeling I'm going to be named the village idiot for not killing
0: this stupid idiot. (laughs) So that's the, the spellcaster's turn. Agamir, it is your turn.
1: All right. Well, freshly, uh, I feel like a new man. I'm not surrounded by any enemies. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually, I pull out my crossbow, then I turn and I shoot at one of the, the first bandit that Scar had attacked when she came out of the door. All right. Let's see what you got. Okay. That'll be a seven.
0: (laughs) Seven to hit? To hit.
3: Have you gotten new dice?
0: This is an app.
3: Oh, Getting you new dice. Do do you have
0: inspiration?
1: Do I have inspiration? I don't think I do. I don't. You ha- should. Do we all have a- yeah,
0: yeah? I gave everyone inspiration at some point. Okay.
1: I'll use it can I use it to, to re roll?
3: Mm-hmm. You can exclusively, one would say. <laughs> <laughs> I <love
0: it. laughs> Alrighty. I don't know what inspiration is like. Well it's it gives you advantage on a roll. Okay.
3: Yeah, so you get to roll again.
1: I've got advantage already. Um, 17.
3: Uh, that'll hit. There we
1: go. All righty. Uh,
3: yeah. There we I'm go. I'm so proud of you, man. How's it feel? <laughs>
1: Feels good. Feels good, Bob. <laughs> right. Going to be four damage.
0: Yeah, what's it look like when you kill
1: this guy? Yeah. Uh, i have just, like, standing there, just, like, breathing heavily. Just a bloody heap. I kind of, like... Bring my hair, bloody hair, out of my eyes, and I turn. I just aim and, and fire my crossbow at the guy, and it just goes like straight through his Adam's apple, and he falls to the, on his back.
3: Oh, dope. Oh,
0: uh, he's actually standing in front of a, or yeah, in front of a bench so he falls over, and yeah, it's grisly. Yeah. There's only one
2: left now, right?
0: Yeah, there's one remaining. So this bandit runs towards the spellcaster, and It runs up to it as it gets close. You see that it just starts melting as it gets close to it and just is a gooey heap similar to what Drew's Inflict Wounds looks like, but it was just because it got close to this guy. Well, fuck. And, uh, yeah. I'm 100% the village idiot now. It's dead. And the uh, the spellcaster looks at you all and says, Do you think you can kill me? And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you all had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing. I hope the players had an okay, at least, time playing. <laughs> Almost dying, not killing things. Oh, speaking of which, uh, the Village Idiot this week is going to be scarred for not killing the spellcaster when he was prone and she would have had advantage on the killing blow. Mm. Yep. Granted, she did it to save her friends. I'll give her that. But anyway. Why do I keep doing dumbass shit,
2: though? I'm smarter than this.
0: So, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Nicole, where can they find us on social media?
2: at Village Idiot Pod and personally I am expecting lots of floggings for this via Twitter you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy
0: you can find me at J Roma 20
3: I'm at Neurotic Good
0: you can find me at Village Idiots DM and I'm too busy just
1: barely holding on <laughs> to, <laughs> to bother, no. bother with social media so I am, I am nowhere to be found
2: don't we have a website though, Jordan?
1: We do. You can find us at www.villageidiotspodcast.com, <laughs> where we've got a running gold tally for Agamir's journey towards owning a ship. Emily,
0: we've got a link to the Patreon on the website, right?
3: Yeah. Want to hear more from your favorite idiots? You're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DNN sites with Nathan, What's what with Dilly and Valley, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If that's too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. We thrive on your praise.
0: We do. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope you tune in next time. Uh, so, from, from all of us, bye! 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 bye.